And friends, our scripture lesson today is taken from the gospel according to John, chapter 1, verses 6 through 8 and 19 through 28. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know. The one who is coming after me, I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. This took place in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. Well, when I was growing up in Chicago, my family liked to take driving vacations. And, you know, they'd be short little trips. And one of the places that my parents liked to go was St. Louis. And sometimes in the summer, we would drive down there. It's about 300 miles from Chicago. And we would do things like watch the Cubs play the Cardinals. And I remember one summer when we went to see the Gateway Arch, which uh, you see a picture of over my shoulder. And if you've not seen it, it's a really impressive structure. It's stands 630 feet in the air. That makes it the tallest monument in the United States. It's also the tallest arch in the world. It's called the Gateway Arch because it is a monument to Thomas, Thomas Jefferson and the idea of the westward expansion of the United States. And so it's the gateway to the west. But it is such an impressive feat of engineering to have been able to build it because what you had to do was build it from each side. Obviously, if you started at one end and built it around, it would topple over. And so here's a picture of it being constructed where they're going up on each end. And as they go up from each side, they have to be really, really careful. They have to do it exactly right. If they don't do it exactly right, then when they get to the top, it won't come together. So if the start isn't right, they won't be able to finish. Now, in our scripture passage this week, we're hearing about John the Baptist. And John the pa Baptist understood that his job was to be a start. His job was not to finish the mission. His job was to set a good foundation for the mission of Jesus. And so he understood that he was not the light. All right? He was not the light. And yet he also understood that what he was doing mattered. He understood that he had to do what he was doing. And he understood uh, that he had to do it no matter what. And we know that ultimately it cost him his life. He would never see Jesus' mission come to full fruition. And yet that didn't deter him 
from doing what he needed to do because he understood the importance of starting the mission properly. Now, religious leaders come to him, and they're confused by this. And so they're asking him, who are you? And he says, you know, I'm not the Messiah. All right? I'm not the Messiah. I'm not Elijah. I'm not the prophet. And yet, he knew that even though he was not one of those key players, he had a role. And his role was incredibly important. And this is something that we need to remember in our lives, that life is a team activity, and we have a role to play in it. Life is interconnected, and our Christian faith reminds us that it's about the we, that as Christians we're always thinking about our impact on others and how we are a community of believers and not a a, a system of individual believers. We understand that it's not about us, but about how we fit in the larger role of what God intends for all of us in this world. But the religious leaders come to John, and and they're really confused. They don't understand this. And so they say to him, you know, why are you baptizing if you're not the key player? If you're not the Messiah, you're not Elijah, you're not the prophet, why are you doing this? But he understood that what he was doing in laying a foundation was incredibly important. You know, one of the stories that I I love is the stories of the cathedrals, the great cathedrals in Europe that were built. Most of them took so long to construct that they took longer than a lifetime. They took longer than a lifetime. So uh, the people who started it, the people who put those first stones in, even the architects and designers who, who made the plans, they all did what they were doing knowing that they would not live to see the completion of the project. But they also knew that what they did was incredibly important because if they didn't do their jobs well, you wouldn't be able to finish. We need to remember that everything we do lays a foundation for the future. I mean, think about your everyday life. Just think about the things that you do and think about how much planning, how much infrastructure was required in order for us to be able to do the most mundane things. When I get up in the morning and take a shower, that's possible, the way we do it, the ease with which we do it, because of a system of plumbing, pipes, water stations, water filtration stations, all of these things that make it possible for me to just step into a shower and turn a knob. When I make breakfast, natural gas. It's dangerous stuff, right? It's incredibly flammable. And yet we're able to to provide it in just about every house, or electricity, which is so powerful, and we provide it in, in every house, and we're able to get those things to our homes because of incredible infrastructure that was planned for and laid out and was there waiting for us to be able to use it so easily. I think about everything that I do in a day, and I can only imagine how much it took for that to be possible. 
Imagine what it took for schools to be built and teachers to be trained so that I could be taught the things that allow me to do what I do day by day. Everything we do lays a foundation. And everything we do requires a foundation to have been laid before we did it in order for it to be possible. And that ultimately is what makes things important. And it, what, it's what makes things great. See, it makes things important because an accomplishment is not really meaningful unless it can be followed up on. Great music all right, opens the door to greater music. Great movies are groundbreaking. They establish new genres so that more movies are made, all right, having been influenced by the ones before. Think about how many musicians, how many playwrights talk about the people who came before them and influenced them and shaped the way they think about their art. The things that we do lay a foundation for the future and that is what makes them important you know here's a picture of that gateway arch about to be finished the last pieces going in and of course they were celebrating this conclusion to several years of work but understand that it was only possible because of incredible quality in the work that had been done before you know when I talked about those bases having been built on each side do you know what the tolerance at the base was it was one sixty-fourth of an inch if either of those bases had been more than one sixty-fourth of an inch off when they got to the top, the piece would not have fit. The quality of what we do now determines what can be built upon it. When we do things haphazardly, maybe we think it's good enough, but it might not be good enough for later. You can foreclose options in your future by what you don't do now. Things that I had an opportunity to learn in school and didn't because I blew off reading an assignment or whatever, whatever that knowledge would have opened up as an opportunity later is foreclosed to me because I hadn't learned it. What you do or don't do frames the options that you're going to have. And so we need to remember, all right, that what we're doing now, all right, will affect our future selves and maybe that's the right frame with which to look at life. Maybe when we look at what we're doing or what we're planning, we we need to ask ourselves, what are we doing that our future self will be able to build from? See, when we look back at a year, like we're almost at the end of 2020, and yes, this was a crazy year, but even within this crazy year, when we look at what we did, instead of asking ourselves, what did I accomplish 
You know, and we love to think in terms of accomplishment, in terms of finishing. But maybe instead of thinking, what did I accomplish? Maybe the right question to ask is, what did I make possible in my future? What did I do that laid the groundwork, that laid the foundation for something more? How can I build from what I've done? And have I done the kinds of things that I can build from? Maybe that's the question that we need to be asking. See, everything we do today impacts what we're able to do tomorrow. Everything we do today lays a foundation for our future lives. Whether that's health, Right? The ramifications of, of not paying attention to your health now will come, you know, will, will come back in, in the future. Your finances, how you take care of them now, will impact your future. The skills that you acquire will always be available for you to use in the future. The options that you're going to have tomorrow are affected by what you choose to do today. And maybe if we think of our lives in that way, it'll help us make better choices. It'll help us have a better future. It will help us to accomplish the things that God wants us to accomplish because we prepared now to make it possible to do things tomorrow. So as you think ahead to 2021, maybe think less about what you're going to accomplish per se and think more about how you're going to do things that lay a foundation for what lies beyond 2021. If we evaluate our choices in light of how they expand or foreclose the options that we will have beyond that choice, we'll make better decisions and we'll put ourselves in a better position to become the people that God wants us to be. Amen.